Hey guys, I have a podcast that I think you'll really enjoy. Proof, the investigative true crime podcast co-hosted by Susan Simpson of Undisclosed and Jacinda Davis of Evil Lives Here is releasing its highly anticipated second season where they investigate the murder of 18-year-old Renee Ramos. The first season, which if you haven't listened to yet, you totally should, saw the release of two Georgia men serving life sentences for murdering their friend, Brian Bowling. And thanks to evidence unearthed by proof, on December 8th, 2022, both Daryl Lee Clark and Kane Joshua Story were finally freed after 25 years behind bars. With that same investigative drive, Susan and Jacinda are on the case again, and this time, they are on the streets of Manteca, California, to find out who really killed Renee Ramos. In proof, murder at the warehouse, you hear how, on June 5th, 2000, Renee's body was found buried beneath a pile of debris inside a new Home Depot building. And how, despite tips hinting at alternate suspects, her boyfriend, 18-year-old Jake Silva, and 33-year-old Ty Lopez were arrested and convicted of her murder. Fans of true crime and investigative series won't want to miss this riveting new season. Follow the case as Susan and Jacinda uncover long-overlooked evidence about what really happened to Renee by listening to Proof, Murder at the Warehouse, wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Morgan Rector, host of the Human Monsters True Crime Podcast. Do you find life boring within the comfort zone? This is the right show for you. It will test your endurance. The offenders profiled are among the most inhumane. These people specialize in the unthinkable. Human Monsters, available wherever you get your podcasts. Today's episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. What interferes with your happiness? What are some things standing in the way of being the best version of you? For a lot of people, life, your past, and sometimes your current situation can cause roadblocks in your life. Mental health is incredibly important, and so many, including myself, can benefit from talking to a professional and working to dismantle those roadblocks. That's why I'm excited to talk to you guys about BetterHelp. BetterHelp knows no two people are the same and will help to assess your personal needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. These incredibly convenient appointments are in a safe and completely private online environment, and you can start chatting with your new therapist in under 24 hours. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling. You can message with your counselor at any time and get a timely response, plus schedule weekly video or phone sessions, which means no driving to an office, no waiting rooms, and no awkward small talk. Just meaningful sessions with experts who specialize in things like depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, trauma, family conflict, LGBTQ matters, grief, and so much more. There is truly someone there for everyone. And BetterHelp is committed to finding your perfect match, which means if you and your counselor don't mesh for whatever reason, they make it easy and free to seek someone new if needed. BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and with financial aid available and access worldwide, they truly make it easy for anyone to seek the help they need. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash morning cup. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Two more murders 15 miles away. When police arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a 
weird homicide. The scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird... Morning. Cop of murder. One mistake can land you in a world of trouble. On November 16, 2001, a man with a very long list of criminal offenses orchestrated the murder of a fellow convict. A murder that, after years of evading the police, finally sent him, his brother, and the rest of their gang to prison. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. In 1993, the grandparents of Anthony and Andrew Parrish were murdered in their Leppington, New South Wales home in a crime that is, still to this day, unsolved. Well, officially, that is. You see, their murder, while tragic, was part of a much bigger criminal picture. Anthony Parrish, at the time of his grandparents' murder, was a pretty well-known criminal, wanted for manufacturing amphetamines and selling drugs. He spent the next 14 years evading justice all over New South Wales and, during a time in South Australia, resumed production and distribution of amphetamine and methamphetamine, along with a disgraced former lawyer named Justin Burke Hill. And his brother Andrew wasn't necessarily squeaky clean either. The year after the murder, Andrew himself joined the Rebels Motorcycle Club, like his brother, and too came under suspicion for amphetamine production. Both men carried quite the fearsome reputation in the underworld, and as the story went, anyone who crossed a parish seemed to find himself missing off the face of the earth. In 1995, Andrew killed a man named Kai Dempsey at the Railway Hotel in Liverpool, but was acquitted after reportedly intimidating the prosecution's witness. Four years later, he was working as a security guard with a man named Sean Waygood, who started and failed at his own security business that went bankrupt several months later. Needing some cash, Andrew, along with men named Keith Payne, Michael Christensen, and Jeremy Postaway, committed a series of robberies in addition to his drug business and some extortion. Sean would later attack one of Andrew's manufacturing drug debtors, and to make sure his friends stayed out of trouble, Andrew killed the witness. Basically, he was a brutal type of guy who handled his business with a violence that, somehow, never seemed to catch up with him legally. That was until he handled a man named Terry Falconer. A convicted drug dealer who was not only believed to be the police informant who compromised the Rebels Motorcycle Club, but who everyone believed was responsible for the murder of Andrew and Anthony's grandparents a man whose death gave a new level of notoriety to the Parrish gang. On November 16, 2001, Terry Falconer, who was actually serving a prison sentence, but in the middle of his prison work release program, was abducted by men posing as police officers. The men then reportedly covered his mouth with chloroform, placed him in a galvanized steel box, and drove him to a property in Girvan, just north of Newcastle. Stuck inside of a sealed box with no air, Terry died of asphyxiation before he ever made it to Anthony Parrish. But Anthony wasn't going to let that stop him. With the help of his gang, Anthony chopped up Terry's body into pieces, placed him in several different bags, and tossed him into the Hastings River. The pieces were found that same year, and Strike Force Tuno was set up to try and find out who the murderer was. It would soon become the biggest murder investigation in the state's history. While the case was being pursued, Anthony and his gang continued to do what they did best. 
In 2002, Sean Waygood and Michael Christensen tried to kill a rival Bandidos Motorcycle Club member at Haymarket. And though the man did survive the attack, a local Queensland businessman named Michael Davies wasn't so lucky. Around this same time, Anthony and Sean stole about $25,000 worth of chemicals from BOC gases in Wetherill Park. And in 2007, Andrew was convicted of theft as well as amphetamine manufacture and firearm offenses in 2008 and sentenced to four years in prison. Now, while Andrew was tucked away, for the moment at least, Strike Force Tuno had been investigating, according to the detective inspector, the, quote, who's who of New South Wales' hardest criminals who had motive and means to murder Falconer, with a list of about 70 possible suspects that all seemed to lead to a dead end. That was until mid-2008, when an informant came forward claiming he had been hired back in 2001 to dispose of Terry Falconer's body at sea. The disposal had not gone ahead, but the informant was ready to reveal what he knew in exchange for a new identity. This led to the Parrish gang and straight to Anthony Parrish. Under surveillance, Anthony and the witness spoke in a code that, soon, investigators broke and got the information that they needed. From what they heard, police were able to find what they believed was a secret drug laboratory on the property belonging to a man that they referred to as Witness E. That December, Witness E agreed to provide armed protection for a drug dealer named Tran to meet with an unhappy customer named Paul Elliott. He had to drop out, and the job was done by Michael Christensen, who, as of now, is in jail for actually killing Paul Elliott and dumping him at sea in a metal box. By January of 2008, the task force had enough information to arrest Anthony Parrish and the man that they were calling Witness E for Terry's murder. And in total, Strike Force Tuno convicted 14 people with over 100 different offenses. The Strike Force, which was originally created just to solve Terry Falconer's murder, ended up discovering the connections and victims the Parrish brothers and their gang had amassed over the last decade or so. In April of 2012, Anthony Parrish was brought to trial and sentenced to 18 years imprisonment, though some sources claim 24. His brother Andrew was sentenced to nine and associate Matthew Lawton was given 15, though some sources claim 20. Witness E, who was arrested along with Anthony Parrish, died in custody in 2014. He was one of three men who helped kidnap Terry Falconer back in 2001. The men are appealing their conviction, and as of recently, Anthony Parrish has been paroled and is being monitored via ankle device. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to what terrible thing happened on November 17th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Whew! 